previously on You All Everybody. So yeah, this is why I don't fly. She said you're only fun if you're drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but... You put him in charge? <laughs> pins? You put pins in charge. <laughs> pins. Uh, the end of the world, the alien one with Tom Cruise. Oh, uh... uh world cocktail. World War. Like, I'm sorry, but like Thursdays for ABC are like a big... That's a big time slot. Could be naked people doing kinky stuff over there. Exactly. I want that, a kid to that see was, that. That was my exact side. There's no Vanessa. Oh my God, where'd she go? Oh, I was like, oh. what are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, I was waiting for her to come in right there. I don't know what happened. Oh man. Suspicious. What's in your butt? It's a sexy act about a person with no teeth. You know, you all, everybody. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to you all, everybody. My name is Aaron, Erica, and Vanessa. And uh, so we are on uh, season one, episode three, which is called Tabula Rasa. Tabula Rasa. Uh, the last one we just ended on was the second part of the of the of the pilot episode that ended with. Uh, it basically ended like. Oh yeah, they they it's they were doing the transmission. For 16 years. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this episode first aired uh, October 6, 2004. Had 16.5 million viewers, which was the lowest rate and it was the lowest rated episode of the first season like ratings-wise. Um it was directed by Jack Bender who directed this was his first time directing an episode and uh he directed 39 out of the 117 total episodes, which was the most of any other director. He also became, I'm not sure if it was this episode or later, he became the executive, co-executive producer. And then I think he ended up becoming a executive producer a little later. But the episode was written by head writer and showrunner David Lindelof, who helped create the show with J.J. Uh, Abrams. This episode takes place on days two, uh, two through four on the island. And then it said, let's see, anything to go over before we start? Not really, because we're on the third episode or thoughts? This was the episode that we started the, the two different. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get to that when it okay. when it uh gets to it. Uh, but yeah, we started playing some games with like we were watching it before with this episode, so we'll st- we'll we'll start with that. Okay, I guess I can just start off then. Uh, so we started off this week with everyone just looking dirty as fuck on the beach before finally coming to Jack and the Marshal, who is uh still all about his job apparently. There isn't any like sort of like, please tell my kids I love them or I regret not visiting Paris. Just a little t- uh, t- still talking about how dangerous Kate is and don't trust her and I got to find her. And like just he's just doing a good job of that, you know? Mm-hmm. OK, so Jack basically brushes, um, kind of brushes him off and thinks he's hysterical from his fever, which he sort of sounds like he kind of might be. And then uh, Jack finally starts listening when the marshal mentions his handcuffs, possibly because, you know, that's kind of Jack's thing. Uh, and the marshal tells him that he's like, check my jacket pocket. So Jack pulls out a piece of paper with Kate's mugshot on it. Uh, meanwhile, Kate is part of the group that's heading back down to the down the mountain after unsuccessfully using the transceiver to call for help. Saeed tells him this is. First marker of poutiness. Yeah. First marker of poutiness. Yeah, I said, she looks yeah. like somebody threw her puppy in a wood chipper. <laughs> I just wrote, She's... pouty. Is that when it first goes to her? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She looks so depressed. Uh, I'm like, God, yeah. okay, you killed your so... puppy. Oh, yeah. So she pouty. said, okay, this is when, uh, I guess we should bring up one of the games, which was the two games we were playing when we were watching it before. 
um, were one of them. I mentioned the first one right now was whenever Kate looks like she's about to cry, I guess. Yeah, whenever she looks like she's yeah. going to cry. Yeah. Yeah, or just, just which hey, happens hey. a lot, apparently. Um, yeah, th- then we, ha- we have to take a drink. Which are, are you even drinking, Vanessa? I am drinking some mint tea with fresh lemongrass in it. That sounds okay. good. <laughs> that sounds what? That sounds really good. It is really uh, good. I was like, eh. Okay, well, uh, that works too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of booze uh, today. But anyway, so, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Not very often around here, apparently, <laughs> but. I mean, I feel like we're never really out of booze. We're out of like the good booze. Yeah. And then it gets desperate to the like the. We sad... start drinking margarita. <laughs> you yeah. still have the margarita? Yeah, it's in yeah, the it's fridge. still in there because we haven't been drinking it. Yeah, we're uh, out yet. We'll use it. We'll use it for her next episode. Okay. Uh, so uh, that they the group starts heading down the mountain after unsuccessfully using the transceiver, like I said, and Saeed tells them that they should make camp for the night. Uh, Sawyer wants to keep going, but decides against it after Saeed and Kate convince him that the monster just like is really into southern food, I guess. But uh, a little while later, they make they made a fire, and Saeed is going over what happened so far, like again, because Jack just did this what like two episodes ago. <laughs> so they were headed to L.A., ended up a thousand miles off course without anyone knowing, and blah 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 blah. But Charlie mentions that they'll be found because there are satellites in space that can take pictures of. Take pictures of a license plate, and Saeed tells them that they have to be told where to point to take the satellite pictures. Stupid. Uh, so Saeed or Sawyer pick. Yeah, exactly. He's probably high on heroin. Well, he's got to be high on heroin, otherwise he'd be having withdrawals. Yeah, he's lost a few of what brain cells in yeah. the process. So uh, Sawyer picks up as uh, with the recap of the last episode by mentioning the transmission from the French chick. Uh, that she, it's been playing for 16 years. Boone says they should tell the other survivors about it. But Saeed's like, no, because they don't want to take away the survivor's hope of being rescued. Kate, Kate's like, so then we lie. And Saeed's like, with like, fucking A, Kate. Like, you got a better idea? How about you give me a fucking break and go cry behind a tree or something, huh? I mean, I have the second game. He said he calls Saeed... Abdul. Yes. Okay. And he calls Kate Freckles. Okay. Yeah. So oh, the yeah. second game. So that's two. The second game uh, that we were playing was anytime Sawyer does a uh, use a nickname, take a drink. But like, and then I was I was telling Erica earlier, we can play it that way, or we can do like uh, something that's kind of different that I thought of because I was trying to think of different stuff to do, and like maybe like for this episode, like at the end of this episode, for the next episode, like try to guess like. How many times uses a nickname before oh. we watch it, and yeah. then the winner is maybe like exempt from drinking or something else. I don't know. I gotta for think the of next a better episode? prize. Yeah, okay. but who doesn't want to drink? Well, apparently, <laughs> I'm assuming you do want to drink. You're just out. Yeah. Well, I have a. I do have the some of the Korean stuff, but we're saving that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of a better. Thing? I don't know. Wins wins nothing, I guess. The they they get a beer. I maybe they get they get a free a beer bought for them. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot of beer to be bought. You gotta chug a beer. If they win? Yeah, shut them. 
the person so, that's furthest away has to shotgun beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Ooh, a shotgun. But what if you don't have beers? Shotgun. Take a I don't shot. know how to shotgun a beer, but I, I, I just chug it. I mean, I've chug seen it. people do it. But uh, I'd okay. like to try. I feel like it would come out my nose though. Nah. I, it's I've I've chugged a beer before, but it takes a yeah. few uh, like a minute. I can't chug a beer. I throw up. I can chug um, a beer as long as it's not a stout. Any Something ideas like, as far as like game stuff? How, I mean, I was fine with taking a drink every time. Like I like the it. idea of trying to guess how many for the next time. Yeah, I like that. But uh, anyway, we'll think about it if we think of something. By the end of the episode, I After guess mention it. After they decide to lie, the winner gets to pout. pick the drink for the next show. Oh yeah. Oh, so we all have to drink the same thing. Yeah. Which is fine. Okay. I like that. And the person has to drink it like, and it has to be served the same way that the person wants it drink. <laughs> well, you guys are gonna make me drink some drink some straight liquor. <laughs> <laughs> is, I like I like how is, I'm making a face and worried, and then I realized that was like, oh, why I'm asking? You, I don't know why you guys should be worried. I'm the one worried here. I'm like you're gonna make me drink something with like Coke and vanilla or something. No, I just I drink guess, straight liquor. I, I was asking for her. If it's like something like beer or maybe a mixed drink, then yeah, drink it how it's served. But if it's just like, I guess if it's just um straight look maybe just like i'd only have to do like one and i sip it but or however i mean i'm not gonna probably want to drink that the whole night we could do a uh like to where it adds up to where like if you get it right for one uh episode it tallies up to like six oh, it tallies up to the to end like, of the season no it well it just tallied up to six and then when they have six they just get the six a six pack bot for them so yeah. like it, whenever you would get six right you know like one of those cards, back. stamp stamp five sandwiches. Yeah, get exactly. A free one. <laughs> Except for whoever has the least amount, when the person gets six, has to pay for it. Okay. I think I like the sandwiches better. Sandwiches. <laughs> the second place has to get sandwiches. Third place has to get the beers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, so anyway, uh, so back to the episode. Back at the beach, Hurley's quizzing Jack to see if he thinks that the alien robot's like a dinosaur or something. Jack says it wasn't a dinosaur because those are extinct, and Hurley just kind of he looks so exactly. Has he, he like, not look, seen Jurassic Park? Well, he like looks at him like he just got told that Willy Wonka isn't real or something <laughs> like that. Like the whole rug got pulled out from underneath. <laughs> uh, so, what dinosaurs are extinct? <laughs> so Hurley decides to strike back. Tells him that you know, well, you know, the Marshall doesn't look so good either. Looks he all, looks dying. Looks all yellow and like he's dying, and Jack's. Tells him he's like, oh, his wound is infected, but the antibiotics should take care of it. So Hurley asks, I, he's like, what? I feel like he should not be like, this guy is obviously going to die. He's not going to make it on this island. Why are you wasting antibiotics that are not going to work for this type of wound he has? He's got a safety complex. Like, just Why? let the guy die and save the antibiotics for when you really need them and they're really going to work. I mean, I didn't want to be on that side of it, but... You're on Sawyer's You're side. You're on an basically. island. I didn't want to be, be on Sawyer's side, but yeah. Uh, so Jack tells him, uh, he says, he's, the Hurley says that he looks like he's dying. Jack tells him his wound's infected, but the antibiotics took care of it. Uh, Hurley asks what, ha- asks what happens if they don't work, and Jack says pretty much like, oh, he's fucked. But uh, 
All this seems to be happening while the marshal is awake, so I'm not sure if he's lucid, but I feel like it's not very cool of them to tell say all this in front of him, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, Hurley then notices the mugshot of Kate that Jack just left laying around and asks yeah, him that what, was stupid. Yeah, what he thinks that she did, and Jack's like, it's none of my business because apparently he's letting his boner make the decisions now. Uh, from there we go to. I did put that in the notes. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Lost. Okay. Oh, you put the actual noise. Yeah, I put it in I there. Just put... I just, I just hit wow, and then I a bunch of e's and i's. I put opening noise. Okay. Uh, back up on the mountain. I'm so disappointed in my note now. <laughs> well, you also don't have a keyboard. If you had a keyboard, it's just like. But uh, uh, yeah. back up on the mountain, someone sneaks up to Saeed it while they're all sleeping and takes a gun. And we're worried who it could be until we find out that it's Boone, right? Stupid. I totally Boone. thought it was going to be Sawyer. <laughs> yeah. So both. I initially wrote Kate. Well, both uh, Saeed and Sawyer are like, what the fuck, man? And Boone's like, yuck, I'm just going to stay in guard. And Shannon's like, that hippie ain't shooting anyone. And Sawyer uses a third nickname of the episode, which yep. I can't remember what he calls him. Al Jazeera. Yeah, that's right. Okay. When uh, when I was watching this earlier, Tegan was like, "Where's Damon?" <laughs> she kept asking, "What <laughs> <Damon> was?" <laughs> oh, like where's I was like, he? At? I don't like, know. I don't think I, I didn't remember that he was up there on the mountain with them. And then when they yeah. showed him, she was like there he is, and she was all excited. <laughs> is she actually watching it with you? Uh, no, she was just kind of in the room, walking back oh, okay. and bothering me. I was gonna me. say if she if she's watching it with you, we should get her take <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I can let her watch the next one with me. She sometimes watches Vampire yeah, Diaries with me. Do, do Tegan's recap. Uh, Boone took the gun and the magazine, and then Shannon suggests, she's like, why don't we give it to Kate? And then Boone hands it over. Worst, get... worst yeah. suggestion ever. I was like, give it to the criminal. She's getting just as bad as Boone. <laughs> so then we get our first traditional flashback of the show. which And a pout. Yeah. Oh, wait, really? Right before it cuts away? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get the, which I wrote that down too. That's a flashback noise. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Kate's sleeping on some hay, wakes up to an older gentleman pointing a shotgun at her because she's sleeping in a sheep pen. He asked her, he asked her how'd you get here? That's not bad, right? That was all right. <laughs> Australian. Australian. Almost Australian. How'd you get here? And she's like, I walked. And he's like, crikey, the nearest town is 15 kilometers away. Okay, and I wrote... How the hell did she walk that far with those baggy pants without a pelt? Okay. I don't know. Holding she, when pants she up. gets up, her pants practically fall off. They're way too big on her. <laughs> you notice the weirdest things. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I just legitimately was like, you can't walk that far without a belt. Do you know how far that is? Either of you? 15 yes. kilometers. Yes, I do. Did you look it up? No, I know. Okay. You want to take a guess? Before she before she tells us, because I have to look it up. I don't know. No. Just take a guess. I'm just curious. How um, close? I can't remember if kilometers are more. Than they miles are miles. more than so a mile. So then it's more than fifteen miles. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's less than a mile. Yeah, so it would be more a mile. It's going to be less miles than it is kilometers. So less than fifteen. That's okay, so it was nine and a half miles. Okay. <laughs> It's still a lot of miles. Yeah, or 9.3. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew about that. I know it's a little more than, like, one kilometer is a little more than half a mile. Okay. Okay. It's like 0.6 miles, I think. 0.6 something miles. 
for each kilometer? Uh, so uh, he asks what her name is, and she lies and says it's Annie. And he asks if she's hungry, and like being pretty must be nice because instead of shooting her, he makes her breakfast. Uh, so while she's eating, he asks uh, her why she was trespass- trespassing, and she tells him that she finished college and wanted to see the world, but she ran out of money. So he asks if she wants to help take him take care of the farm because his wife died. So he tells Kate that he'll pay for her to live there. Uh, if she becomes his new wife, a.k.a. Chore Monkey. Uh, she, <laughs> she agrees and tells, and then tries to shake his hand, but the dude has serious wood hand. <laughs> Wooden hand. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I just wanted to warn her about the splinters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, okay, so back on the island, Hurley tells Jack that the hikers are back as Saeed tries to keep everyone's morale up. By telling the other survivors in the most hopeful way possible that the transceiver didn't work and they're all fucked and they should start rationing food. Kate walks over. Which I'm like, why are you starting survival skills now? Because they were expecting to be rescued. But you didn't know when you were going to get rescued, period. So you should have started survival skills pretty much right when you woke up from the crash. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. There's like, it's they should have done something with all the bodies because I know those are still sitting there. Yeah, how long they've been there? It's like five days. I don't know. Well, uh, said like two days. Third day now. Day, I think this is day three. Three. It's day at least day. It's three. day two. It there can't two be that four. much food on the plane. Plus, the back and the front were gone. That's where. Okay, so two would be before their camp out. So they just got back to the camp. So that's the thir- day third. I don't know. It said it said it was day two through four, but correct. So yeah. now we're on three. Yeah. So we're yeah sure. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm okay. guessing three days on a hot beach is plenty of body smell. I want. Yeah, probably. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Kate walks over to Jack, uh, explains to him exactly how fucked they are by telling him about the French lady distress call that they heard. Jack, Jack asks her if she has anything else to tell him, so Kate asks how the marshal is doing and if he's woken up yet. Uh, he mentions that he did for a few seconds during the surgery, and Kate asks if he said anything. Jack once again lets his boner take the will and says no, instead of telling her the tru- truth, and the conversation ends. So, later we see Hurley and Jack moving some seats from the plane, and Hurley asks Jack what Kate said when he confronted her about the mugshot. <laughs> He's terrified of her. It's hilarious. Uh, Jack said he didn't mention it to her because he doesn't know doesn't know anything. So Hurley reminds him about the handcuffs and the fact that the marshal keeps repeating that she's dangerous. Jack tells him it's not his problem because apparently Jack's libido has a louder voice in his conscience, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> Hurley says that that's okay because the marshal can take care of it when he's better. And Jack tells him that he's not going to get better without any stronger meds and asks him if he's checked the overhead compartments in the plane. Hurley tells him no, because that's where the dead people are. And Jack (laughs) says he'll take care of it. What? That says, LOL, but the bodies are in there. They're dead. It's true. They They stink. They have to stink by this time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I feel like he's more scared for zombie reasons. Yeah, just being around dead like, people is weird. Yeah, I, I'm all, I'm like, at least my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jack heads inside the fuselage and is going through the bags when he hears a thud. 
and some rustling and instead of it being like something cool like a zombie or something it just turns out to be sawyer who's just pretty much doing some looting uh he said he's, he's found some booze he's found some smokes he's found uh playboys so at least he, you know he's looting him for the essentials sawyer tells jack that he's wasting his time trying to save the marshal and asks him how much of the medicine he's going to use to try to fix him. Jack says, as much as it takes, and Sawyer basically calls him a chump before he leaves. Yeah, I agree. Only time I will probably ever agree with the redneck. <laughs> but <laughs> they're wasting the meds on him. Yeah, Yeah, they are wasting the meds. But uh, on the beach, pregnant Claire, whose name I'm still not sure if they've said yet, but I just kind of gave up on waiting, so I'm using her name. Uh, same with, I think, Michael and then... Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's struggling to drag her suitcase somewhere, and Charlie, always the gentleman, offers to help. Puts a suitcase on a wheelchair that happens to be on the beach, and off they go. And then speaking of bags, the Korean couple, whose, again, name I don't think they've mentioned yet. So I'm just going to, you know, call the dude. Let's call him Jin, and let's call the lady son, huh? Uh-huh. I think they did say his name, didn't they? They did? I don't think or so. Or maybe I'm just remembering you keep saying it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I think that she's might have mentioned it when they're talking to each other. Well, obviously no one else knows it right now. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so Sun drags a suitcase up to Jin and is like, check it out, dog. I think I found your bag. And he's like, yo, that ain't mine. And so she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll keep looking. And then he looks at her and is like, Jesus Christ, woman, you look like shit. Maybe you can oh clean your dirty ass up. You smell worse than the fuselage, you know? <laughs> oh, and also, I love you. <laughs> and then her rude ass doesn't say it back. I wouldn't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But. I'm like, I feel like we've had this same conversation before. Well, you know, clean yourself up. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Jesus, woman, have you seen yourself? Love you. <laughs> yeah, and then just a dirty look. His was, his was a little different than like, oh, hey, I love you, girl. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we go back to Charlie and Claire talking, uh, who apparently Charlie is just thirsty as fuck with her. Yeah, like, like good old Charlie hitting on the pregnant girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. He asks <laughs> oh how the baby's God. doing, and then he's like, is, was your husband on the flight? And she mentions that she's not married, and then the look on his face makes me kind of think he got like half a chub, because... <laughs> he wants to be th- a daddy. Yeah, apparently the theme of the episode <laughs> he is... to be her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> like... Whereas, like, the theme of the last episode was kind of, like, kind of revolved around awkward conversation. This conversation's, like, between, like, Hurley and Saeed and, like, uh, Claire and Shannon. This one's just about guys trying to get their dick wet, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so, Claire then asks if they, hiked, if, the hike, if they hiked up the mountain for nothing, and Charlie looks at her before the scene cuts away. And I honestly d- didn't remember that part before, and I can't remember if he ends up telling her about the transmission. Which I f- thought they would tell, but I guess... He must have just said nothing because I don't remember. Anyway, uh, Hurley is leaving the Marshall's tent to go get more water when he runs into Kate, who he sees just seems absolutely terrified of. Yeah, uh, he is. Like, good job being subtle, Hurley. Yeah. She's looking for Jack, and when she men- mentions that Jack is in the fuselage, he notices the gun sticking out of her pants, which I feel is like a stupid way to hold a gun, but then I thought about it, and I honestly don't know how else you'd carry a gun if you didn't have a holster. Like, unless you're carrying it in your hand. You couldn't, especially for a girl, you guys don't have pockets. No, so, it would probably be better the way she was holding it. And then I was thinking for... I mean, she doesn't have to worry about, like... I mean, she just had it in the back, but she didn't have it in the front. But she doesn't have to worry about, like, shooting her dick off or anything, so... Well, I, I don't... I, <laughs> true. <laughs> 
I don't think I think that guns are made to not go off. Like it's very plus all you gotta just put a safety on. Yeah, she probably like has a safety on. I'd probably put it in like I don't know, in the top part of my bra. (laughs) (laughs) In the back while somebody can grab it. Obviously these guys are walking around trying to steal the gun. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would put it in my boot or something. That's too big, though. If it was like a little gun, because I was thinking about that, I'm like, oh, you can put it in your shoe, but then like it's too big. Like it's like an actual like, I don't know. I think it's a nine millimeter, but. But I was, like, I mean, I guess you'd probably shoot your foot off, but. <laughs> but so I'm just thinking the logistics of it. Well, I was trying to think like I could if I if I had it, I'd put it in my pocket, but then like, I don't even know if it, anyway. I just feel like it'd be more secure in your butt. In your butt? In your boot. Oh, your boot. Like, you could tie it. But I don't think it would fit in there is what I'm saying. Loosen your boot. Or just get a bigger boot, I guess. Make. There's lots of them just lying around. We saw that last (laughs) episode. Woody had had a whole room for Snake in his boot. (laughs) What? Wow. I thought, okay, for for a second, I thought she was going back to all of the jokes you've been telling this whole episode about Woody's and and Chubs no. and whatever else. But then she goes to Toy Toy Story. Yeah, Ghost Toy Story. <laughs> so confused. So, uh, so anyway, uh, he notices the gun. Harley notices the gun, which doesn't help his fear because, but at least he handled it in a composed way. Because if I was her, I just would have thought that he really had a poop by the way he just cut the conversation short and ran out of there. You know. Like, I've just been like, oh, he's got it. He's obviously got a poop. <laughs> Where are they doing that, by the way? I would say, they don't I like to go jungle. into the forest. They don't like to go into the jungle because they're alien robots. Further down the beach and then burying it? It's got on the outside. What? I mean, I'd be peeing in the ocean. Yeah. But you can't do that. You can't do that in the ocean. I mean, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, they're taking their baths because they haven't found fresh water yet. Because they're lazy. So uh, it starts raining as Kate goes into the tent and then goes right up to the marshal's fa- face and just kind of stares at him as we go into another I flashback. creep. Yeah. Get another. And pouty. Uh, so in the flashback, it's nighttime in the one-armed man's uh, farm. On the one-armed man's farm. And Kate, a.k.a. Annie, is grabbing some money that she's hidden behind a wooden panel in the, ki- in the pantry, kitchen pantry. Obviously going to take off in the middle of the night. Uh, old one arm Ray tells her, like, comes in, catches her, tells her if if she didn't want to put it in the bank, he would have held on to the money for her. And he's like, "Well, you're gonna say goodbye at least." It's not bad, right? My accent's getting all right, Australian. <laughs> anyway, not bad. She Australian. says that she's like, oh, Australian. she's like, oh, I wrote you a note, and he's like, it's like he says that she's been here for three months, and whenever he asks about her, she gets all asks about her, she gets all weird. Pouty. But I'm on in my own business because he figures I re- she re- you ran away because you're in a bad relationship or something, which doesn't really sound like he's minding his own business, but whatever. Um, anyways, uh, she's about to leave, and he tells her that if she stays one more night, he'll drive to the train station in the morning, and she agrees. So whoosh, go back to the beach. Kate's still staring at the marshal, which I guess she's been doing for like the last three minutes while the f- we were in the flashback. Uh <laughs> Anyway, all of a sudden, the marshal remembers he has a job to do, opens his eyes, and immediately begins choking her. Jack walks in the tent, pulls him off. Marshal passes out again pretty fast, or at least pretends to pass out so he doesn't get shit for choking Jack's girlfriend. No, I mean, Jack seems completely 
involved in his patient. He does not give a shit that she's been choked. Yeah, well, you know, you got to take care of the patient. And plus, he knows that she's not, not, she's, she's a criminal. So she deserved it. I didn't say that. I mean, I think she did, but I didn't, like, I don't <laughs> Just think she's annoying. That. Yeah. <laughs> Choke that pouty out. Yeah. Uh, so Jack is like, ask Katie, like, what'd you, what, or what'd you do? And she's like, I was just checking on him. And he grabbed me and he, and then she asks if he's okay. And then Jack, Tells her the meds aren't working. He's bleeding internally and has 104 fever. He looks at Kate like maybe she's going to say something about the monk shot. But then his boner's like, don't fuck this up for us. And so he lets, like, he leaves the tent instead and goes to find water. <laughs> so Kate follows him and asks, he's like, what are you going to do about the marshal? And he's like, is he going to die quickly or is he going to suffer or anything like that? And then Jack's like, no, it's going to take a few days. So Kate asks if, hey, maybe they can put the marshal out of his misery. Well... Apparently Jack's boner was taking a smoke break or something because he finally tells her that he saw her <laughs> mugshot, and then he's he's like, "I'm not a murderer," which is a little dramatic. But which was dramatic because the wanted poster says nothing on it. It doesn't say what she's wanted for. Well, what she did at all. I don't know. She could have taken a piece of candy. And then she's getting chased down by the by a U.S. marshal by across the different countries. Yeah, <laughs> it was some important candy. <laughs> kill for a certain kind of candy i'm yeah. just saying okay i guess nobody said she was a murderer true uh that was a big leap well you know he's just putting it out there that he's not a murderer so uh kate flashes back again with the help of the patsy klein song instead of the and uh it's the next morning good old one arm ray driving her to the train station in his truck He's making some small talk, and she kind of notices that he keeps looking in the rearview mirror. She sees him, the marshal just driving up right behind them, figures out that old one-armed Ray turned her in. And uh, then she's like, how long have you known? He's like, I saw your mugshot in the post office a couple days ago. She asked him, she's like, why'd you do it? And he's like, and he says, the reward's $23,000, and he has a hell of a mortgage. No, it's turning British. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go a hell of a mortgage. Pip pip. Yeah. Uh, so the marshal pulls his, like he pulls up next to their truck in his truck in the opposite lane and does like the gun finger point thing and everything because apparently he's just kind of a douchebag. And I'm thinking he's like he's supposed to be a I don't know officer marshal whatever he should be responsible. He's like he's gonna cause an accident here. Exactly. Driving crazy. Exactly. Yeah, he's kind of a douchebag. That's what douchebags do. They drive in the opposite lane. It is kind of mm -hmm. fun, though. Uh, but anyway, back on the island, Walt's playing with some rocks, and Michael asks him who the bald guy is that he's been hanging out with. Walt says, Mr. Locke. And uh, Michael asks what they talked about, and Walt says it's a secret, which probably threw up a few red flags, right? Yeah. No way. <laughs> so Michael asks <laughs> I'd say him what the string him up if he was talking to my kids and tell him to keep <laughs> secrets. But well, we gotta find out what the secret lunch. is first. <laughs> Don't tell kids to keep secrets. What about if? Yeah, okay. I can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, my, Michael asks him what the secret was, and Walt's let, Walt tells him that Mister Locke said a miracle happened to him, and Michael's like, "Well, yeah, no shit. We survived a plane crash. Stupid." And then he tells him not to hang out with them anymore. Walt protests by saying that Locke's his friend. And Michael's like, I'm your friend now. 
That reminds, <laughs> that reminds me of the, the of Mr. Phil or Captain Phillips. He's like, look at me. Look at me. I am your I'm friend. I'm your friend now. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Uh, he's like, I'm your friend too. So Walt pulls like a little kid move. He's like, well, if you're my friend, then why don't you find my damn dog? He basically was like, okay, go get a bitch. Yeah, well. I'm tired of this dog. <laughs> exactly. So M- Michael tells him, he's like, I'll find your dog as soon as it stops raining. It immediately stops raining. And Michael, or Walt gives him a look like, well. Go get Get busy. <laughs> a few minutes later, Michael's walking through the jungle looking for Vincent. When he hears some rustling and growling. Which was like, not a dog. No, I think it was a, I think it might have been a boar. Yeah, but his reaction was like, Oh yeah, well at first, I, it's it's trying to be positive, I think. Is that you, buddy? Uh, the Whatever's in the bushes begins to move, and so he starts running and bursts through some bushes into an opening, where <laughs> Sun just so happens to be bathing, sort of. I forgot about that scene, and when it happened, I was shocked. <laughs> well, sort of bathing herself as Michael runs up to her, and she still has her skirt on, just nothing up top. She kind of just stands there, doesn't cover up. And he kind of just stands there and keeps looking while stammering before awkwardly handing her a shirt and then walking away. So anyway, we go back to the marshal's tent where he's yelping out in pain. No, that... you forgot the super awkward part. Uh, oh, where he's like, I don't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything. <laughs> As he's like staring at her chest. And she's not, cover his any... eyes. she's not making any attempt to cover up. I mean, he's like... Like an eight-year-old kid that accidentally, like, found out what his Christmas present is <laughs> while his mom's, like, wrapping presents. And she's like, now you don't get this present anymore. <laughs> I didn't see anything! <laughs> that's, that's that's exactly what it was. She's like, now you don't get this present anymore. Now, now like, you don't no. get this present anymore. <laughs> uh, so the marshals, back in the tent, the marshals yelping out in pain loud enough that every, the whole camp can hear him. Uh, Charlie sits, while this is happening, Charlie sits down next to Locke and asks what he's making. Locke says a whistle. Charlie tries to talk about his band and the Marshall groan. They just hear the Marshall in the background going, oh, because he doesn't want to hear about his band either. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what everybody thinks when they say yeah. drive shaft. Exactly. Ah! Charlie, Marshall wasn't even in pain right then. He just heard that and he's like, oh. <laughs> uh, so Shannon tells Boone that she just wishes the Marshall would die already. Yeah. Apparently he's a huge inconvenience. Yeah. She also said that she hopes this boring ass episode ends soon. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Saeed asks Jack if he can do anything to help. Jack says he's good. Saeed mentioned that, mentioned that the marshal's cries of pain are upsetting the other survivors. Jack's life. I'm trying to save his life, yo. And Saeed's like, well, I heard you can't. And Jack just kind of gives him a look like, eh. Um, I'll take yeah. that. When he said yeah. that, I was like, I think everybody else needs to mind their own business and show them their medical license if they want to put in yeah. their word. <laughs> True, except he's kind of right. He can't say him, uh, but then somebody needs try. Yeah. Uh, so a little later, Kate is trying to make fire, and uh, Sawyer comes up and says he came by to thank her for taking the gun away from him, and says that with the marshal screaming in pain all night, that he wouldn't want to be the one with the gun right now because everyone in camp knows what has to be done. She Basically gives, egging her on. Exactly. She gives him a look like, you monster. And he's like, oh, come on, lady. I heard you tell the hero. This is, yep. The hero, the same thing. Plus, there's only and one. And then more pouty. Exactly. Plus, there's only one bullet left. So what do you got to lose, you know? So back in the tent, Jack is giving the marshal some water when he tells Jack that no matter what she does or how she makes you feel, don't trust her because anything <laughs> she says, 
She'll do anything to get away. And Jack asks what she did, and the marshal tells him that he wants to talk to Kate. And then notices Jack hesitate and gives him shit for thinking with his dick. So a few minutes later, Kate is walking up to the tent, and she flashes back to where... Like, as she flashes back to where she left off before, with the marshal driving up next to them and then giving her the gun finger point. Which I was going to mention that she stopped... Like, so she just all of a sudden stopped thinking about this memory at the exact point right there. Like, where she was thinking about before. But then I remember that she starts get cho- getting choked out by the marshal, so that kind of <laughs> makes sense why she stopped thinking about it. True. But, uh... Anyway, the marshal's, uh, back in her memory, the uh, flashback, the marshal's driving up next to them on the wrong side of the road. When a truck comes up from the other direction, starts honking at him, so he falls back behind him again. For some reason, he begins to pull up beside them on the wrong side again, maybe because yeah, he like, wasn't done I'm pointing at her. I'm not really sure what the whole he point won, of he, that was. That's his thing, pointing. Yeah, and if the guy called, if the one-armed Ray, whatever, called. Why did he pull over? Yeah, why doesn't he just pull over and give him to her? Like, why are they doing this whole chase scene? I don't understand. Yeah. Story, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, anyway, as he's doing that, Kate grabs the wheel and turns turns it. Uh, old one-arm Ray loses control. They go flying off the road. The truck flips a couple times, catches fire before landing at the bottom of a hill. Poor farmer guy. Kate pulls an unconscious one-arm Ray out of the truck and drags him across <laughs> like a way as the marshal comes up behind her and points a gun at her. This was like the first time Vanessa was watching it. I don't remember noticing this the first time I watched it. Well, when his arm comes off? Yeah, like I was like, oh my God, <laughs> be careful. You're hurting him worse than this like whole accident. Like, he has a wooden arm. <laughs> and then we were like, oh my God, you're tugging on his arm so hard. You're going to pull his arm out of his socket. Oh my God, or off. <laughs> oh yeah, he has a fake arm. <laughs> It's true, he does. Because you're just like, holy shit, you're pulling on his arms too hard. Oh, okay. Well, now you just ripped his arm off. <laughs> She's got Good super it's a fake arm. He's, yeah. got, he's got an extra one. He's fine. And on top of yeah. that, it's like, that whole thing was for nothing. I don't understand why we wrecked the truck, why we did all of that. Obviously, yeah, no reason. I don't either. Okay, I don't so get it. You just ruined that poor farmer guy's life for no reason and there's two more pouts in a row after this <laughs> like, okay. pout i'm glad you're here the to record them all and then pout when she comes out of the somebody has to record them all because if we're gonna be drinking with them yep. that's true so anyhow there's about there's quite a few in a row <laughs> coming up so it goes <laughs> back to the island uh Kate is in the marshal's tent now, and he asks her what favor she was going to ask him on the plane before the turbulence went all crazy and he was hit on the head of the suitcase. She tells him she wanted to make sure that one arm Ray got his $23,000. He laugh coughs at the same time and mentions that she would have got away with it if it, she wouldn't have saved him, which I kind of find highly doubtful considering that they look like they were in the middle of nowhere. And it's not like yeah. the marshal crashed his truck, too. So, like, unless there was, like, a helicopter factory next to them with one helicopter, I don't think that she would have got away. Like, those three extra minutes she took to help help them wouldn't have helped. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe he's just trying to make her feel better. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, she's like, I did get away. And he's like, you're stuck on a fucking island, but okay, dude. Yeah, more pouts. Exactly. And then then he asks her (laughs) if uh, if he's going to die. She says yes. He asks if she's going to be the one to do it. More pouts. Back outside in the tent, Hurley walks up to Jack and asks where the fugitive is. 
Jack says she's in the tent, and Hurley's like, dude, you let her in there alone? She's strapped, yo. Uh, so Jack runs towards the tent as she walks out. He calls to her as the gun goes off inside the tent. Sawyer walks out of the tent carrying the gun. Jack's, Jack asks him what he did, which is just kind of a stupid question. Obvious. Sawyer admits, Sawyer admits to shooting him and says the marshal wanted him to do it, and I don't like it either, but it had to be done. So we then hear the marshal groaning and gasping for air inside the tent. Jack runs in. Sees he's still alive and then asks him, you shot him in the chest? Sawyer's like, I was aiming for his heart. And Jack's like, well, you missed, you fucking doofus. And then he tells him... You are just as worthless as Boone. (laughs) He he killed a polar bear, charging him with a handgun, but he can't kill a half-dead, non-mobile man right in front of him. For the polar bear. He did have multiple bullets for the polar bear, and they they did give a reason why he missed this. But it has to do with, like, a future episode. But it's, like, one you've already seen. So I guess I could mention it. Um, the whole, like, they explained him needing glasses oh. for it. Um, and that's that's kind of why they gave him glasses. I don't think she's there yet. Oh. She's, well, <laughs> he needs glasses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's somewhere in the first season. I thought we were there already. Sorry. It's It's coming up soon. And it, it's hiding stuff. It's not like it's not like a huge, I mean, it's, it's like it's not like a plot a big No, it, it's it's not like a it's not like a huge plot point. No, so I didn't I didn't mess no. anything up, but it's like it's like some no, little thing that they that noticed. They, like, figure out or notice that they I think something. they noticed about this episode and then they just worked it into another just to like I'm sure for time and then yeah. to like fix this mistake. Yeah. But uh anyway, so Sawyer's like I was aiming for his heart, he's like, You missed, and he tells him that you perforated his lung. And now it's going to take hours for him to bleed out. Then he's like, get out of here. Get out of my office. Sawyer leaves, tries to smoke a cigarette, gets frustrated, throws a cigarette because he's just upset that he messed up. Which I wonder if when he's out of cigarettes, he just goes looking for that cigarette later. Like Mm. he's like, oh, I knew I threw one around here somewhere when the marshal, when I shot the marshal. Seeing how many people come by and pull him out of the cigarette butt holder at the restaurant. Yeah. Ew, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, it's gross. Especially, like, yeah. Anyway, so the groaning from inside this, the tent stops, and a couple seconds later, Jack walks out after, I'm assuming, he smothered the marshal to put him out of his misery. But, okay, first off, a couple things. First off, I think it's funny how Jack blames Sawyer when Kate is the one who gave him the gun, which I'm assuming she did because she's too much of a fucking coward to shoot him herself. Like, unless you guys have another reason why she would shoot him. Like, maybe Sawyer, like, ran up. He's like, let me do it. Let me do it. Which he obviously didn't do because he's upset when he when he screwed it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she also had to leave the tent and go find him to do it, mm-hmm. which I feel like Jack would have noticed, but whatever. They're just kind of getting picky about the scene stuff at that point. I mean, unless Sawyer snuck to the other side of the tent and was like, hey. Watching, watching the whole thing from outside. You gonna do something about it? Yeah, I, I think it's more likely that, that Kate went and got him. Yeah. But, I think so too. Like and and if I do feel like if Jack's mad at people, that she deserves probably as much blame as Sawyer does because For sure. But because his wiener's in charge that he probably won't see it that way, or at least oh. he'll be more forgiving about it. No, uh, Sawyer's the competition. Yeah. Well, okay, and then secondly, I found a video from YouTube channel called Language of Story. That claims that the last scene of this episode is the best scene of the entire show. Like the whole show. This scene right here is was the best scene of the entire show. When he killed him? 
Yes. In the tent. Yes, that's that's what this and guy claims. No. Why? He, he basically... Okay, so basically the whole part uh, where he's talking to him, uh, his reasoning was that it has four different twists in less than a minute. So it's first... The first one, uh, finding out that Katie has the gun, then finding out that Katie didn't shoot him, and then finding out that Sawyer did it, and then... And then them finding out that the marshal isn't actually dead. Which I don't actually agree with them. He does make a good argument in the video, but he ex- and he explains it a lot better. Like I'm kind of dumbing it down. Okay, but I I don't I don't think it is. But, but is that which... what determines a great scene? I think it from Just a writer's because it has perspective. Four di- it does. Yeah. Maybe. In my opinion, this is not the last season. This is not the last scene of the episode. No, no, sorry. Uh, it's the last. It's basically the last scene of the episode. There's. So he just feels like the most action happened. No, he just feels like I, th- I think it's just like the way it was written to with all the twists that he really liked. Okay. He said it's the best scene of the show, not 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 the episode, the show, the whole show. Yeah. There's so much more to come. Why are you? Make sure this is settling on like the worst episode. I mean, I don't know if they'd call it the worst episode, but anyway. Okay, so back to the show. Uh, so early the next morning, we see Locke blowing into the whistle, which he made, which is obviously a dog whistle. A couple of seconds later, Vincent comes running out I'm of so the jungle. Happy. He did look super happy. He then goes over to where Walt and Mercutio are sleeping, wakes <laughs> up Michael. Keep up Mercutio, too. <laughs> Wakes up Michael to tell him that he found the dog and uh, tied him to a tree around the corner and that he thought Michael should be the one to bring him to him. I thought that was nice of yeah. him. Let him be the hero for his son. Yeah. Elsewhere, back on the beach, Jack is sitting staring at the ocean when Kate sits down next to him, uh, oh, says that she wants to tell him why she was arrested. Jack's dick responds by saying that he doesn't want to know because it doesn't matter and they all have a clean slate now. We next see that Hurley has the headphones on and is listening uh, listening to Wash Away by Joe Purdy. I like this song. Which continues to play as we see different what like all the different people are up to. Well the different Yeah, I was that... like this uh ending scene has just a let's build a community and be a family. We're yeah. all gonna be on the stranded I'm island. Kinda trying to make a positive out I'm like, like the everybody's... pretty sure this song is used for a Dawn commercial. <laughs> it's very possible <laughs> um but so like the examples of it are Jin decides that it's okay to be nice to his wife as long as she's asleep <laughs> and then we go to boone who comes up behind shannon gives her a pair of sunglasses she's totally dreaming about mccrucio yeah <laughs> give her a pair of sunglasses and she smiles at him as he walks away with that look on his face like oh she wants me <laughs> um saeed tosses a mango to sawyer who still looks super upset about what he did Charlie's drawn on his bandages. Which it looked like he, it was a new piece of tape. Yeah. It looked like, like it. Where did he get mm-hmm. new tape? That's what, what I was have... thinking too. I th- well, I'm he, pretty okay, sure so... Jack would have confiscated all that tape by now to use I in did... his office. I did notice that he doesn't have tape on his fingers when he's on the plane. So he did it sometime after they crashed. Um, oh, bamboo tape. Yeah. There it goes. <laughs> so it says late instead of fate. Claire said. I didn't get I don't get the late, late either. They're late being rescued. Okay. But he looked happy about it, didn't he? Uh, maybe he's just really, really high on heroin. Claire's sitting there talking to her stomach while rubbing it. 
And then Walt gets all happy about when he sees Michael, that Michael has Vincent, and they seem to share a tender little moment as Locke watches them in a not-at-all-creepy manner as some <laughs> ominous as fuck music starts up. I mean, my last note is Locke creeping. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, and then it goes still a creepy old man. Exactly. Then it goes do 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 do. Those are the end credits. But anyway, <laughs> uh, okay. So some little bit of extra trivia stuff. The so the name of the episode Tabula Rasa means blank slate, which I guess uh, the term is a concept attributed to philosopher John Locke like the actual John Locke, talking about how humans are born with a blank slate and then it's filled in through life experiences. Um, the Hollywood Reporter named this episode number 65 on their list of every episode, like they ranked every episode. This was the... 65 out of... Out of 117, I think it was. Okay. Um, this was the first episode to feature the previously on Lost, which is actually the voice of Lloyd Braun, the... Uh, ABC executive that got fired for green lighting the show. For being what? He got fired for green lighting the show for like. Proving it to be made. Yes. Approving the show because it costs so much for the pilot episode. I mentioned that during the pilot episode. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. But uh, yeah, so he's the one that does the previously on Lost. Which is a nice, nice little thing. At least, you know, he's, he's a part of it. But uh. And then, uh, like I said before, this is the first episode to feature the traditional flashbacks. There was some... Let's see if I can get to it in that. Like, interesting stuff that the the critics gave this on. They, they said that there was a TV critic that... I didn't say his name, but it said, It's good intrigue from the writers because we wanted to know more about Kate and what she did, while also stating that the lack of action may affect some of... Like people who are hooked on the twenty four style of relentless development and tension, which and then what somebody else said that Kate's story is intriguing, but she's not believable as a fugitive badass, which is true. Definitely true. Anyway, uh, any uh, I guess we're done as far as the show. Any final final thoughts? Wrap up. Um, I'm still. Same place I was last time. When are they going to find some actual food? When are they going to find some water? I guess it rains a lot, but going to need yeah. a fresh water source. And get rid of the bodies. Yep. Yes. Yep. They're still... They just it's like wouldn't... nobody has read Island of the Blue Dolphins <laughs> or... Lord of the Flies. What? What's the, what's the other book with the storm and the island and the old guy and the boy. Tom Hanks? The boy and the old guy? Robinson Caruso? No. Oh, also Swiss Family Robinson. They should watch yeah. They should watch that movie. Them too. They knew how to live. They did. Yeah, they need to start building some, some tree houses. Yeah, they do. Which is the jungle style. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that like not a lot happens in this episode, obviously. But this whole episode doesn't really move the plot forward at all. Seems like kind of a filler episode, which I didn't realize this season had so many filler episodes until we started rewatching it again, which it only took six, rewatching it six times before I noticed that apparently. But, uh, okay. Book with, are you looking it up? 
Yeah, it's going to blow me. Um, any guess? So I guess we should make some some guesses as the the nicknames for last time. I'll write it down. Let's see where am I going to write it down? How Let's many write down the they're going to say in the next episode? Yeah, how how many were in this one, Erica? Did did you? I, I can look at look at it right here. But how many what? Pouty? How many nicknames? Four. There's only four for this one. Really? Who's in the next? Who's the next episode about? Okay, so the next episode is titled one second. No, nope, wrong one. Uh, white red. Oh, it's walkabout, so it's about lock. Um, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna write down right three. Here. Three. I think it's gonna give three nicknames next episode. Okay, Vanessa, I'll put you down for three. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Wait, is it? It's the. Uh, uh let's yep. see. Walkabout. It's that one. The K? Yeah. Never heard of it. I've never heard of the K either. Why does he have a cat? Is he going to eat the cat? No. Maybe. If he's desperate. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's just like a book we had to read for Nicknames. Uh, I'm going to go with... What's the next episode about? It's about Locke. Lock. It's wa- Walkabout. I'm going to stick with four. <sighs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go cheap and go with two. Roll dice. It's full. Two. Erica's four. Okay. Um, I, I don't really... I, I like doing the nickname Man, thing. we are the worst at price. So right. if I'm not spy, spot on, I can't even get close. Because no. you're right, so one right behind me, one right in front of me. Basically go high or low. <laughs> or just don't go first. Three. Or just don't go said, first. Oh, when Yeah, but even guessing? if there's like... Yeah. Five. Okay, so how, we we can we can rotate with we can rotate with the guessing too. Okay. So next time I guess I'll go first, and then a time after that Eric will go first. Okay. Okay. So uh, any other thoughts going forward uh, at this point? I guess there's like I said, there's nothing that fucking happened this episode, so it didn't introduce any anything new, right? Nope. Like it was just a character development episode, so it's not I like mean, we can say. We got, what do you think? We got Vincent back. Yeah, I mean, like, what can you say? I like, ooh, Locke seems like a creep, right? But then you know, like, yeah. going forward, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Sorta. I don't know. Um. I mean, with Helen, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there next time. All right. Well, I guess that's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, so long. Bye. Oh, you got a better go. You can wrap it up better if you want. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to tune in next week. That's good. You're welcome. That's how we end the episode.